0: The content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose any medical condition, replace the advice of a healthcare professional, or provide any medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Copyright 2020, Fireteam Whiskey, LLC, all rights reserved. Welcome to the Warrior Wellness Podcast, a podcast for military members, veterans, and first responders focusing on fitness, health, nutrition, and biohacking. Our mission with this podcast is to introduce America's heroes to lifestyle habits and hacks that will help them live healthier, happier lives, and in turn, be fit enough to continue their support of their communities and country. Welcome to the Warrior Wellness Podcast. Today is a solo episode, so we haven't done a solo episode since the first episode, and this is a topic that um, I happen to be an expert in. And um, most likely would not be able to get anybody from the military to talk about this issue because they're certainly going to um, not have very um, strong arguments against the way that we feed our military. And this is something that inspired Fire Team Whiskey and what we do with our nutrition programs. So why are we talking about military nutrition? Well, first of all, It is the most important thing that we do as human beings. The food that goes into our mouths and the drink that goes into our mouths and the micronutrients and macronutrients that go into our bodies are the most important things that we do. It doesn't matter what workouts you do. I don't care if you do CrossFit or yoga or run or karate or whatever you're into. As long as you're getting your your uh, fitness in, your cardiovascular fitness in, your strength training in, then that's fantastic. But the bottom line and the thing that gets in most people's way is poor nutrition. And I want to talk about specifically military nutrition and how this glaring issue continues to shoot ourselves in the foot as a military, and I believe prevents us from becoming the most elite military in the world. I don't think we are the most elite military in the world, because I know what the medical issues and the chronic level of obesity and overweight and metabolic limitations are within the ranks of our military, and comparatively to other countries, I think that we could be doing a million times better, and the efforts that have been made have been lackluster at best and very, very poorly informed at worst and based on old science and not based on the newest nutritional and science and research and the way that we know now through lots and lots of years of research and failure that the uh, traditional, uh, U.S. government, FDA recommendations, the food pyramid or the plate or whatever they're calling it now, um, is not helping Americans lose weight, is not helping Americans maintain a metabolic level that is in the healthy range and is mm. not helping Americans in any way, uh. shape, or form when it comes to eating. Um, Preventing the chronic diseases related to poor nutrition and obesity and obesity related illnesses. So, first, let's just pick on the MRE because this is an easy target. <laughs> so, if you don't know what an MRE is, it's the um, meal ready to eat. It came, it's been in uh, lots of different forms um, since World War I, basically. Um, they used to be called maybe field rations or combat rations. They've had all sorts of different names um, over time. So the MREs currently um, are used in various branches, meals ready to eat, and they have lots of other different names too. Um, the C rations, the modular operation, operational rational enhancements, the um, meals, uh, cold weather meals, the field meals, the um, supplemental meals, uh, the unitized group rations, heat and serves, and the first strike rations, which I can't wait to cover because Paratum Whiskey happens to have nutritional bars and comparatively to these first strike ration bars, it's pretty laughable what's in these things. Um, So let's go ahead and just hit the easy target, the MRE. So this is um, mainly what they're currently using out in the field environments where um, you either don't have access to a, um, a cafeteria style, hot meal style um, facility, or um, they, you may be you know, needing to move before those facilities are able to provide those meals, So, um, or you're going to be out in the field for a amount of time or traveling, then these are what you get issued as your quote unquote meals. So um, each MRE, and I, I'm not making this up. This is uh, straight from the U.S. Army website. So if you want to look that up, I'll leave this link in the show notes. And The uh, U.S. Army uh, claims that um, each MRE provides an average of 1,250 calories. And the average macro uh, content is 13% protein, 36% fat, and 51% carbohydrates. So half of what you get, if, if not more, is of an entire meal, of an entire meal being 1,250 calories. I'm sure some of you are already, your eyebrows are already climbing um, because you're like, why would one meal be that much calories? So, um, the, it, it, and the military claims that it, it, it happens to have, the recommended daily allowance of vitamins and minerals. So, um, a full day's worth of meals would consist of three MREs. Three MREs. Hold on. So, if, maybe if you're not good at math, so I had to take out a calculator and figure this out. So, if they claim that each MRE is on average um, 1,250 calories, and I get issued three of these a day, um, and this is the recommendation, this is, this is what they're trying to feed our troops then that equals 3,750 calories a day. So the caloric intake per day for an active man ages 21 to 40, so that would be around you know, an active man in the military, ranges from 2,800 to 3,000 calories. So MREs are about 750 to 950 too many calories per day. So that's number one, point number one. All right, so if Army Joe deploys and he eats three MREs a day for 365 days, then he could gain up up to 100 pounds. And I, I laugh because we're, we're talking about the silly uh, calories in, calories out uh, calculator, right? So we know this person, these soldiers are not putting on 100 pounds a year, right? Well, first of all, nobody could choke down three MREs <laughs> a day for, for an entire year. You, you probably would, would die of constipation, first of all, because if you've ever had an MRE, you know they constipate the hell out of you. Because they're so dehydrated and processed, and there's so many chemicals in them and carbs that, they, that you will immediately get constipated. So that's, that's an assurity. Um, so uh, let's, let's just laugh at that you know um, 500 calories equals 1 pound of body weight thing. So, if you are a calorie in, calorie out believer, I just killed your your uh, belief in that system. So, tr- it really, if somebody actually ate that many MREs for that long, they would put on 100 pounds. So, we know that's not happening. Now, I do know of, of people who are deployed who say that they, they thought they were going to get so fit and healthy because you know they don't, they're not at home and they don't have fast food and blah, 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 blah. And they end up coming back much heavier than they were when they left. So uh, uh, people assume I'm going to get you know in great shape when I'm gone and when I'm deployed. And they come back heavier than they were <laughs> when they deployed because they were eating the meals that were provided to them by the military, and they are hugely calorically dense and hugely carbohydrate dense. So we're going to talk about that in a second. So um, A lot of people believe that if you're very active, you know, so wait, what about the fact that, you know, they're, they're very active in the military, um, the army on the website, um, they, they contribute the fact that these MREs are high calorie because they're concerned about providing, um, extra energy to troops because they need it because they're, you know, they're working so hard. So, um, that's uh, completely been been obliterated by science. And apparently, they just the military scientists, nutritional people making these decisions, are not um, keeping up with the latest research. So, um, I can just cite one here alone, but there's hundreds of them refuting the com- the concept that. You know, the the more active we are, the more calories we need. That is absolutely 100% not true and been disproven by science. That is not the way the body works. The body is not a closed system. The body has all sorts of different mechanisms that control our metabolic rate, that slow it down, that speed it up, um, depending on our circumstances, our environment, our stress levels, maybe chronic health conditions we have going on, our genetics, uh, the food that we eat, the timing in the food that we eat, whether it's processed or not, whether it's it's even recognized as food because some of the chemicals that we eat are um, are just completely not even recognized as food and, and processed by the body um, very differently and even processed uh, uh, like toxins and we have immune responses and endocrine responses and leptin levels and... Can I go on and I could go on for hours about all of the things that affect our metabolic rate? It's not a closed system. It is not calories equals burn equals I move this much and my body needs this much. That is not true. And if you believe that, you're very simple minded. There are so many things. Our bodies are so complex. It's not just a uh, I burn equals one calorie thing. So, uh, let's just, you know, just throw that away. Don't even ever think about that again. That's not the way the body works. So, um, on average, so here's, here's the bottom line with the data. On average, a sedentary person, so a person who just is a couch potato, they don't hardly ever walk. Basically, they get out of bed, they get in their car, they sit at a desk, then they get in their car, and they go home, then they sit in front of the couch, and then they go to bed. So that's um, a majority of Americans. So the secondary people spend about 200 fewer calories per day than a very active person, on average. So a, a couch potato, really is only burning maybe 200 calories less. And if we look at the MRE with how calorie dense it is, that's about like two cookies. Actually, maybe one cookie. <laughs> so, all right, so they so a, a couch potato is burning about 200 calories fewer or less. So the human body is all about preservation. The human body will max out on calorie burn. So it is very, very good at um, managing the storage of fat, the use of glycogen, the use of the breakdown of, of fat and proteins and muscle proteins and amino acids for energy. So there are all sorts of ways our bodies get energy. It's not just a calorie unit. That's that's just pretty silly. That's not what our bodies burn. So um, if you are designed to preserve calories, then it's going to take extreme measures to try and maintain a metabolic kind of balance, right? So it doesn't want to um, have a lot of excess, but it also doesn't want to lose a lot of weight. So that this is why it's so hard for people to maintain weight loss, by the way. Because you when you, when you um, especially calorie cut, right? Um, then your your metabolic rate will be at what it normally was before you started calorie cutting. But then the body figures out what you're doing. And then it starts trying to be efficient with energy burn and try not to tap into those fat stores because that's a reason, there's a reason why it's there because they need to store energy for times like this. So you will see in somebody who's trying to lose weight, maybe for the first 30, possibly 60 days, that's about the max. You'll see a, a nice uh, gradual weight loss and then you'll see just a plateau. And then you can barely get it. Even when you're doing the same exact thing as you were doing before. Even when you cut your calories even more. The body will not budge. It's because of this issue. It's because of the homeostasis of energy burn. Your body's very good at trying to um, just keep that burn um, in, in balance, so to speak. So it doesn't really want you to, to gain weight, but it doesn't really want you to lose weight either. So basically your Fitbit's been lying you, to you all this time, thinking that you burned a thousand calories in your workout. <laughs> that doesn't happen. All right, so back to the MREs. So um, the MREs, let's just, you know, go to the, the macros, that so to speak, just in case you missed it and your eyebrows didn't climb off your face. So emeries consist of 13% protein, 36% fat, and 51% carbohydrates for these uh, 1,250 calories per meal. So the, um, according to the USDA, so going back to the good old government, um, the Daily recommended allowance of total food intake should consist of 45% to 65% carbs. So, they um, that's well within that range. 10% 10 to 35% of protein, and fat should be 20 to 35%. So, um, the the uh, explanation by the military is that you know we are you know these are active troops and they need more they need more energy. Therefore, we give them more carbs. Right? And the assumption is that these carbs are just being burnt off, which we just already refuted by science and the fact that the body is always searching for homeostasis and all they're going to do with those carbs is store it as fat, okay? Because our soldiers are not, um, are not starving, by the way. They, they're just continuing to shovel the calories in and not going. Now if they were going days at a time without eating, then I would argue, okay the The level of macros isn't ideal because it sets you up for glucose burn, the primary glucose burn. But you know what? If if we're gonna fast for a week at a time, um, then sure, sure, we can we can deal with that. The body will will adapt. But you know that's not going on. So that would be the only case where I would where I would say this would be okay. So you know that the that none of this was actually developed with your health in mind. And, and this is why I have such an issue with the military. There's all this research out there, this current research showing, again, I mean, look at the protein levels alone. So if you're not uh, into the fat, if you still believe that fat makes you fat, let's forget about that, even though that's wrong. Let's forget about that for a second. Do you realize how low those protein levels are? It's so low. And if you are, are stating that your military members are so active and they need all this energy and they're doing all this heavy lifting, then why would you barely give them any protein? It's very, very low on the um, recommended spectrum. And we all know the recommended spectrum by the, mil- the, uh, the government is not where it needs to be. We need much more protein than that. So... Um, what they fail to tell you also is that these carbs that they put in the MRE are consist of simple carbs, very little fiber, um, very you know sugar-heavy carbohydrates, uh, processed food carbohydrates. And we know that um, because of these these carbs are are simple carbs and they're not even complex carbs. They're doing so much harm to the body and the. Um, the level of inflammation and um, fat storage going on when you're eating simple carbs is just um, so detriment, so detrimental to the metabolic um, health. And then um, let's talk about, you know, what what's the recommended, you know, fiber. You know, and I'm not a huge believer of fiber, but I know a lot of people are, so I'm just gonna gonna present this information anyway even though I I think it's kind of crap because I think your body um, figures it out along the way. So if you you truly do believe that you need fiber so for the National Institute of Medicine they say women need 25 grams of fiber per day, men need 38 grams and unless you get an item with beans or dried fruit in your MRE, so you normally don't get to pick, you get issued what you get issued and surprise, this is what you're eating, you're pretty much out of luck when it comes to any substantial amount of fiber. Hence what I said at the beginning, if you have had MREs before, you know, and you have experienced this yourself, that it constipates the hell out of you because they're very, very low fiber and uh, no complex carbs and lots of simple carbs that just stock you up. So, um, you can look up, by the way, this stuff on your own. Um, you can look up the nutritional data specific to um, every MRE that you have, um, and I will put that link in the show notes, and you will just scroll down. You'll be astounded at the um, the sugar levels alone. Um, on average, I looked at, went down the list, and I averaged out um, the sugar content, and um, each MRE had, um, on average, about 55 to 75 grams of sugar. And if you know, because you've had an MRE before, um, you will see that the, it's just packed with sugary things, cereals, cookies, brownies, um, cakes, uh, M&Ms, candy bars. Um, and then they have which is because you didn't have enough carbs and sugar in your life and calories they've come up with these fantastic um, uh, they've come up with these fantastic amazing first strike rations and also supplemental rations which basically consist of more carbs and more sugar and um, you will see that uh, they, they have sandwiches, um, wraps. Uh, the only thing here that actually uh, looks semi-decent is they, they do have some uh, tuna and some chicken breast fillets, which is fantastic. So that's just the, the protein snack, which I, I wonder why they don't put these in the actual MREs, because that, that would actually be a very great shelf-stable Um, Part of a good meal But you see all these sandwiches You have these Additional supplemental um, Things called Go to war rations So they give you these On top of what you get Either in the MRE Or if you are eating out of A chow hall which we'll talk about in a second Um, So You know if you get in country So their reasoning behind this God, this is mind-blowing. The reasoning behind these go-to-war rations, quote-unquote, is to make the, the military American military troop feel comfortable and transition to this new environment. So it's all about just comfort. And guess what comfort food is? Yes. So <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of uh, the go-to-war rations uh, set number one, And I'm looking at uh, a bag of Reese's Pieces, M&M's, Oreos, Pop-Tarts, applesauce, you've got some uh, those little fruit cup things, it looks like a granola bar, Um, some cereal, oatmeal, you've got some canned ravioli, Uh, you've got a little um, packet of milk and crackers and some apple cider. Got coffee creamer. Uh, looks like some sugar packets, I guess, for your coffee. And that's fun. <laughs> uh, so this is an addition to what you get. So you're not only getting, we're just giving you your crappy food, but you're getting this on top of that because we want you to feel comfortable when you transition to your deployment. Um, go to war ration number two. I'm looking at. It's a It Looks like a heat and eat kind of meal and it's um, rice and Carrots and peas just kind of in a congealed mass. I'm not exactly sure what what that is and Then you get a bunch of looks like peanut butter crackers and a fruit cup and a chocolate milk delicious and Go to our rations number three this, is the, this takes the cake. Um, you got a bunch of granola bars, some Oreos, some M&Ms, and a Pop-Tart. Fantastic. So do you see what I'm getting at here, guys? Um, oh, and by the way, uh, about 90% of Americans are vitamin D deficient. So the military decided the answer to this was to give them a, uh, a field strike ration bar. They created these... Um, Quote unquote nutrition bars, basically packed with vitamin D, but basically they're candy bars and they just put a bunch of vitamin D in them. So, by the way, that's how they dealt with the vitamin D deficiencies in the troops. So, um, let's talk about chow halls for a second and then um, we'll uh, get to the end of this insanity here. So, um, the chow halls, they are the cafeterias or, you know, different depending on different branches, they're called different things, mess halls. Depends on the branch specific, you know, different branches have more more or less different traditions. But basically, most of the time, um, it's either full-time military people providing these bulk meals or they contract out to a company for the lowest price and they provide these meals. And we have current fire team members, I always ask the ones that deploy to send me pictures of what they're being fed because I wanna keep on the up and up on what our military is being served on the field. And guys, it is not, not, not even close to what it should be. Um, Some branches are worse than others. Um, If Navy is is pretty decent because they have obviously a lot more access to um, large dining facilities, they have full-time staff, they have a lot of supplies, but when you get into kind of the field troops, it it really um, reduces what they can have access to. So, but you know, even on the state side, um, chow halls, it's it's pretty silly, and the army has this very silly um, practice right now that I just think is laughable. So they have a um, you know they're making their quote unquote efforts to. Um, get their soldiers to eat better and um, you know they just go into these chow halls and most of them just eat there by the way that the only really other alternatives on base are fast food restaurants by the way so there's really never any healthy alternatives on base anyway so you'll have to make your meals at home and bring them to work which most full-time military people can do unless you're out in the field. So I digress to the chow halls. So the chow halls are, um, from what I remember, they you know have a like a hot serving area and then they have a fast food serving area, and that hasn't changed. But the, the uh, sneaky military decided they wanted to to look like they're making efforts. So most places have put in a a, a salad bar, quote unquote. Now those those can look very different. A lot of them just, it's just a bunch of iceberg lettuce and processed cheese and, um, a couple of cut up vegetables and a bunch of, um, canola oil heavy dressings. Um, but they, they have these, um, red, yellow, green systems that they set up. So in, in front of the meals, they put, you know, the nutritional, um, information, plus they have a Red, yellow, green system. So obviously any idiot can figure out that green means go. So these are the things that you should be eating. Yellow means proceed with caution, right? It means maybe you shouldn't eat so much of this. And red is we really caution you to not do this. My argument is why the hell are red foods being served? If you are saying you shouldn't eat this, why are you putting it out for people to eat? Okay, mic drop. (laughs) All right, so if you're sitting uh, in your car listening to this or at home and you just shook your head um, and had a confused look on your face, then you know um, what we feel like on a daily basis fighting this good fight. So um, I just would recommend to you, if you are in the military or you're a military veteran, um, you are being set up for failure. And this is what we do every single day at Fireteam Whiskey. And we work with people who are deployed. We work with people who are spending weeks out in the field. We work with people who are just working their everyday jobs. And we are getting them off this military way of eating system, this military style of thinking, which is not even close to following current research, nutritional research and science, and getting them on a plan that that works on optimizing their metabolic tools to burn fat as energy and Get in the best body composition of their lives. We've done this over and over and over again with Fire Team Whiskey over almost the last three years. We've had hundreds of people go through our programs. We've had some crazy results with people, especially who have stuck with us for um, a year or two and have really put down some crazy numbers with the weight loss. And these are people who are, you know, wearing the uniform every single day who were, you know, we had one that was 100 pounds overweight and another was about 75 pounds overweight and just shed that weight following our nutritional protocols. Our nutritional protocols are based on the latest research and science. It's not fad diets. It's not, I saw this person and this is what they said I should do. I literally go to conferences about metabolic health And talk to the scientists out there in these institutions doing these research experiments every single day. And we are looking at their latest and greatest developments, the things that they have found that work, the things that they have found that do not work. And we implement those things in the Fireteam Whiskey Nutritional Protocols. Yes, we are from a military background, but... We are open to all. So if you are listening to me and you have experienced the following, being told that you have a chronic medical condition that you will suffer from for the rest of your life and will need to, A, either be on medications for the rest of your life or B, be on medications and have uh, medical procedures done for the rest of your life. B, you have tried and tried and tried to lose weight And you can't seem to either A, lose weight or B, lose weight and keep it off. Or you feel like no diet and no fitness plan has ever really worked for you. Or you have turned to extreme measures to try and lose weight quickly, to um, make weight or to try and look good for a certain occasion And um, you've taken pills or shots or starved yourselves or, you know, anything extreme. You've done any of those things. So if you fall into those three categories, you need to go to, as soon as it's safe if you're driving, fireteamwhiskey.com, sign up now. We will let you start our program for two weeks. Do our program for two weeks. And then make your decision. I can guarantee if you follow our program to a T, you will not want to turn back after those two weeks. You will want to keep going because we are doing things that are based on science and the way your body works biologically. Stop fighting your biology. You have a body. You have to work with it and not against it. So the calorie cutting and the, um, the eating all these processed foods and starving yourself and trying to over-exercise or trying to take pills or shots to, um, you know, to cheat the system, none of those things are gonna be a permanent solution. They might work short-term, but they're gonna A, trash your bodies, and B, they're not gonna work long-term. All we're interested in is getting you on a system that's gonna get you to steadily lose weight over time And shift your body metabolically where you can heal yourself, your body can heal yourself and get back into metabolic balance again and get back to a healthy body composition for the rest of your life. And we'll be happy to refer you to the ones who have done our programs for years and have not only lost the weight permanently, but kept it off and will continue to follow this. Procedure these these ways of eating for the rest of their lives because they know and they figured it out that their biology works this way and they stop doing the old silly stuff of trying to over-exercise and starve themselves and eat rabbit food and not see results. Go to fireteamwhiskey.com. Check out what we're doing. It's all the latest and greatest research and I cannot wait to see your results. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Warrior Wellness Podcast. Hey, did you know that we are on Spotify and iTunes? Make sure to subscribe. And while you're there, leave us a review. Take a screenshot of that review. Email it to info at And guess what? We're going to send you some free swag just for taking time to give us your honest feedback about our podcast.